You are listening to your new puppies podcast, starting you and your dog off on the right paw. Here's your host, Debbie Salento. Hello, and welcome to episode 72 of Your New Puppies Podcast. I'm Debbie, and today I'm going to answer a frequently asked question that I get, which is, what do I think of using a potty bell? So if you don't know what I'm talking about, or maybe you call it something else, it's just a bell or something that makes noise that you put by the door that your dog presses or rings to let you know they want to go outside. Now, if you've listened to my potty training episodes, specifically episode 10, where I give you my complete guide to potty training, I don't mention a bell. The bell is not part of my potty training process, but I also have no problem teaching a dog to use a bell if my clients ask, but I do find myself talking them out of it more often than not, because most of the time, the bell isn't going to work the way we imagine it it will. So that's what I'm going to do here, is I'm going to go over some reasons why I may hesitate teaching the bell, why it might not work the way you think it will, and some scenarios where the bell might be right for you. In fact, at the end, I'm going to tell you exactly how to teach your dog to ring the bell to go outside if you decide this is something you want to try out. So let's dive in. Now, the first reason that is just like a red flag for me is if we want to teach our dog to use a bell by the door because we can't see our door. You know, maybe it's down a flight of stairs, it's around a corner, whatever it is. And maybe there was even an accident by the back door a couple times so you know that they were waiting there. But If you have listened to my potty training episodes or if you've listened to me at all, you know that I am big on supervision and using the crate when you can't supervise. So the fact that the door is out of sight, that also means your puppy is out of sight. So I'm going to address that part first because I totally understand that the supervision using the crate, it's It takes a lot of time and energy. And in our busy lives, we are naturally looking for little hacks to make our lives easier. And most of the time, we're not even doing it consciously. So I'm going to hesitate to give you a tool to make it easier now, but harder in the long run, because most likely we're not supervising in other instances as well, and there's other accidents going on, which just prolongs potty training. Now, the second thing I usually discuss with my clients when they ask about the potty bell is more common and a little bit more subtle. When we're potty training, what we're looking for is that signal. When our puppy knows, oh, I got to go, get me outside, human, like that's that light. at the end of the potty training tunnel. So it's only natural that we have this urge to speed that process along by teaching them a signal. But here's the thing, just because we teach them a signal, like ring this bell and I'll take you outside, doesn't mean they know they need to use it. 
because part of potty training is we need to, they need to learn that every single time they have to go to the bathroom, they need to get outside. They have to hold it and get outside instead of, you know, running around a corner and go or going and finding our nice rug. So just because we teach them a signal doesn't mean they're all of a sudden going to start using it every time. Okay, they're still learning outside is the only place to go to the bathroom. And this is a conversation that I have a lot with my puppy clients anyway, because it's usually like towards the end of potty training, we've been doing it for a couple weeks. When is it over? How do they know to signal us? So I always make sure that their expectation isn't that the potty bell is going to speed that process along. Because if it did, I would I would teach the potty bell hands down part of my normal program, but I actually think it might widen that like communication gap and we might start waiting for them to use the bell or get frustrated that they didn't use it when it's just because they haven't learned everything they need to learn during the potty training process to start to signal us. Now, the third thing that I will caution you about is that no matter what we teach our dog, whatever signal we teach them, whether it's something formal like go ring the bell, bring me your leash, or if it's just something that you learn together in the process, which is I sit by the door or I come and nudge you, no matter what they learn, they will abuse it. So they're not going to distinguish between I have to go outside to go potty and I want to go outside because it's fun. So once they learn, when I ring this bell, I get to go outside or I get to go for my walk, they're going to use it regardless. You know, they're bored. They want you up off the couch. Oh, when I ring this bell, they get up and let me out. I want to go lay out in the sun. Oh, when I ring this bell, I get to go do that. Most of the time, calling it a potty bell is a little misleading because it's a, I just want to get outside bell. And that might be fine for you in your household. But if your expectation is that they're only going to use it when they have to go potty, unfortunately, that doesn't happen. And this is probably the most common reason that the bell ends up in the box of, well, we tried this and it didn't work out of dog supplies. And the last reason is just something that I see happens to my clients a lot where they're like, okay, we're done with this bell, is especially if you're dealing with a young puppy, it just becomes a toy. You know, you have to hang it so they can access it, but... If a puppy has something they can access that makes noise, that's fun to chew on, that maybe they've gotten treats for touching, they're just going to play with it. It's just going to become another one of their toys. Now, all of that being said, you might still want to try to teach them the bell. You know, maybe your door is out of sight. Maybe it is down a flight of stairs. Now, your dog is already potty trained and they're older and have earned a little bit more freedom so you're not supervising, but you find them just sitting by the back door because that was their signal to go out and you just didn't notice them. So you want to hang a bell there and teach them to ring it so they can tell you, so they're not just sitting by the back door waiting for you to notice them. I've had clients use the bell for that and it works out just fine. Again, they are already potty trained. They're not worried about accidents. Another reason might be that you travel a lot or your dog goes and stays at grandma's house a lot and maybe they know where your back door is, but they're not gonna know the back door of every house you bring them into. Maybe you stay at Airbnbs all the time. So the bells travel with you. And you can show them where they are, and now they know which door to use to tell you that they have to go. 
You also might, again, your dog is older, they've gained some freedom, you're not supervising them as much. Maybe your household is a little hectic, so you want to make sure you're not missing when your dog wants to go outside. And so you want the bells just to notify the closest family member because you don't care if they go out 100 times a day, but you want to make sure you're letting them out when they need to go or when they want to go. That's okay too. Or maybe you are completely convinced if only my puppy knew a signal, I think he would tell me every time. Go ahead, try the bells. Just be aware of the things that I've talked about. So if you end up finding yourself waiting for them to ring the bell or not supervising them as much as possible, then we have to rethink it. You know, if you find there's more accidents that are happening, then maybe the bell isn't working the way we think it is. Okay, because it really comes down to why we want to teach the dog the bell and our expectations to make sure that the bell is actually going to work the way we think it will. I have never refused to teach a dog a bell. Never, because I don't have a problem with it. But these are the conversations I have with my clients before I do it, just so they're aware of some of the pitfalls and to make sure that their expectations are in the right place. So if you decided that you want to try the bell, this is exactly how to do it. So I like the bells that hang. So it's like, you know, a bunch of bells on a belt, not the one that you press. You can get one that you press, it's just an extra step to teach them how to hit a button or the bell. The string of bells I like because you can hang it on any doorknob. And I take a treat and you put them like kind of behind a bell. So they have to hit the bell with their nose to get to the treat. Even though they're hitting it accidentally, once the bell rings, you say yes and you give them the treat. And you do that a bunch of times. And then I'll try to just kind of point to the bells and see if that encourages them to like hit the bell again without the treat in my hand. If they don't, then I continue putting the bell, the treat near the bell so they accidentally hit it. Um, But I find they learn very quickly. They hit the bell, like they might even be sniffing your finger and then the treat comes from the other hand. And then I keep doing that until they understand, oh, it's when I hit the bell that I get this treat. Again, accidental rings count. Now, once they learn how to ring the bell and ringing the bell is a good thing, we take the treat away and the reward is we go outside. And that's the thing is every time they ring the bell, you go outside. You have to get up and take them outside. So they're learning what the bell gets them. And every time you go outside, just have them ring the bell before you go. And it's really as simple as that. It's, it's, a very easy thing to teach a dog to do. So that is what I think about using potty bells. And that is all I have for you today. If you are enjoying this podcast, you can rate and review it wherever you listen, and that helps other puppy owners find the podcast. If you would like to continue training with me, you can check out my website at playtimepause.com. In fact, if you're listening in real time, you know it's been a while since I've released a podcast episode, but that's because I've been working on a brand new program called Playtime Pause Academy, which is designed to walk you through raising your puppy or training your dog, no matter where you are on that journey. It includes my very popular Your Perfect Puppy new puppy program. And if you want to find out more information on that, it's playtimepause.com forward slash academy. 
Thank you so much for listening. I'll be speaking with you soon. Bye for now.